Good morning guys, welcome back to the series. We are in Mark chapter 13. This week looking at some of the confusing and intriguing and head-scratching things that Jesus is saying to his disciples. It's the longest piece of teaching in Mark's gospel and there's a lot going on. Let me recount a couple of the things for you so far. It all began when the disciples are remarking to Jesus about the magnificence of the temple buildings. Jesus says, I tell you the truth, the day's coming when not one stone will be left on another. It'll all be destroyed. From history, we know that that happened in AD 70 when Titus came in with the Roman Legion. They ransacked Jerusalem. They destroyed the temple. He set himself up as a fulfillment of Daniel's prophecy the abomination that causes desolation. We saw yesterday that that was partially fulfilled by Antiochus Epiphanes back in around 165 BC. It was also partially fulfilled in AD 70 by Titus as he came in, sacrificed animals to Roman gods, desolated the temple. And that's why Jesus says in this chapter of Mark, he says, if you're in Judea, flee to the mountains. If you're on the roof of your house, don't go down and into the house. Let no one in the field go back to get his cloak. How dreadful it will be. He's really picking up on how devastating it will be for the Jews at that time when the Romans do eventually do away with the Jewish nation. We know that that happened in AD 70 and it's what biblical authors refer to as the beginning of the time of the Gentiles. The Jewish nation is utterly devastated and annihilated, not to be restored until God begins to restore all things. More on that maybe at another time. But then there's this in verse 20, if the Lord had not cut short those days, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. And so God's grace, God's mercy is still evident, even in a time of destruction and annihilation. God's heart is still for his people. And Jesus goes on to say, at that time, if anyone says, look, here is the Christ or there is the Christ, he says, don't believe them. Don't be deceived. Don't go after them because it's going to be really clear when the Christ comes back. He explains it like this from verse 24. In those days, following that distress, he uses apocalyptic imagery here. The sun will be darkened, the stars and the moon will fall from the sky, the heavenly bodies will be shaken. And he says at that time, men will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And once again, Jesus is tapping into the imagery and the vocabulary of some of the Old Testament prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah and even Daniel, uh, which would have been familiar to his first readers and he's saying if someone says here is a Christ don't go after that don't be misled you will see everyone will know when I'm coming back so there's great encouragement here today Jesus came the first time to bring us salvation and restoration to our father but he's coming a second time to redeem and to draw all of those who belong to him it says here he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens so Jesus is coming back he is returning to gather those who belong to him to himself to spend eternity with him that is good news